Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taron, and I am joined, as always, alongside Joe, Jamie, and Dan. Hello. What up, Oos? Hello, Hello, my trouble chief. Hello. Are hi. we good? Yeah, hi. All right, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, all right. Nice to see you here. How are we doing? I'm heartbroken. Yeah, I'm heartbroken. Absolutely okay. heartbroken. How could Roman do that to Jimmy, man? How could he do it to him? Absolutely heartbroken. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch SmackDown. What did he do? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Is it not all a bit played out by now? We've seen the turn. Just get it over and done with. One of the most streamed and viewed clips in years. That event where he's like, no, we should all be friends. No, Solo's turned on you and spike you in the throat. That is embarrassing, that is. Rikishi's going to be coming back. He's going to do it no, for he our won't. tribal tree. No, he won't. <laughs> I've seen it everywhere. Rikishi's coming back. And they're gonna they're gonna bring in all of them like all of the dynasty. They're Rikishi all coming back. and the Rock versus Roman and Solo uh, at WrestleMania <laughs> 40. With what was the special name guest the... referee Cody Rhodes? What was the name of Cody Rhodes' tag partner in and with uh, Ted DiBiase? Um, Manu, that was it, wasn't it? Manu's gonna come back. He's gonna be the oh, in um, Legacy. Legacy. That's it. Bring it, yeah. Bring Manu back. I wonder what Manu's doing these days. Manu, let's have a look. He is a fitness da, 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 da. guru. <laughs> uh, looking at the picture, he definitely isn't. <laughs> he definitely isn't. He now owns Battlefield Pro Wrestling, a promotion in Pennsylvania. Oh, I have to go watch that oh. next time I move to Pennsylvania way. Yeah, next time I'm over there, which I've never been before and I've got no plans. Can you name any also. city in Pennsylvania, Taryn? Can I name a what? A city in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Go on. Loads, loads of them as it happens. He's, he's googling quickly. <laughs> I've, I've, liter- I've literally just clicked on Philadelphia. They're the only two that matter. Le- <laughs> Le- 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 Lee Valley. No, that's a met- metro. Britsburg. There you go. Britsburg. Philadelphia. No, I only know Pittsburgh because of angle. That's all. Philadelphia. No, but Rocky. No, 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 no. He's never seen Rockies like CM Punk. What do you mean I've never seen Rockies? Believe me, I have. Uh, it's like the greatest Which is your favourite, Taron? Which is your favourite Rocky? Rocky Four. Well, obviously, is. the first Rocky is the best. However, don't be stupid. Um, it, the first Rocky is like the greatest sports film of all time. However, not. Rocky Four is 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 like we've already done this in a podcast. A it didn't favorite. win. Uh, no, I know. Uh, it didn't win. Moneyball won because it is so. No superior. one has ever seen Moneyball. Rocky what Three had Hulk Hogan and had Mr. T. Thunderlips, Thunderlips. That's the biggest arm in the world. He says. Concrete, concrete. If it wasn't everyone knows Rocky Rocky mm-hmm. Five is terrible, so we can all agree is it on that. Though? Is it, it's not that, it's but people not, not watch it, Creed Three. It's the same film. Hey, I've I not seen Creed. No, so I haven't watched it. Well, <laughs> you've never seen the Creed films. No, I've never seen Creed. Creed better than oh, Rocky. I seen Creed Three. The first two Creeds are very good. I Although, went to Liverpool and a, 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 a friend of the show, Sam, dropped an iron on his foot, so I ended up watching Creed One in the travel lodge. Creed, Creed what? Creed One. Creed One. Creed, Creed what? <laughs> It's called Creed, Daniel. There ain't no film called Creed One. Well, that's, how, that's what I call it. It's, it's Creed One. It hates my oh, the film. It hates it when you call like Creed. Saw One. Yeah, because it's not. Yeah, that's it's one that hates Saw. it the most. Yeah, that's just my. I'm weird. Even that's though the 2003 short film is called Saw Point Five. Well, that, that, that's different. That's different. Do you know what? It's going to get really, really confusing when the people that are still alive when the 2000th edition of Wrestlemania comes along and we've already <laughs> had Wrestlemania 2000 I mean we're only at Wrestlemania 40 so we've got quite a long way to go yet I wonder if they'll um, call it where it all begins again again, again Wrestlemania again. 40 I, I doubt very much I doubt it, it would be for ice in a lifetime in 2000 years time it will have all moved on to zero gravity grappling or something like that there'll be no wrestling as we know it although i was, ga- um, can guarantee you vince will still be running the company 100%. i was i was gutted um one of my favorite parts of wrestlemania 20 is the cruiserweight turmoil match where um ultimo dragon comes out and falls over on the entrance falls over on his like debut but i re-watched it because i'm going through my manias and they edited out they just show an outside shot of the arena as he's making his entrance you don't what? even get to see him fall over yeah 
That was like the best bit. Yeah, it was like, oh, here he comes. Oh, he's fallen away. Oh, was that like the it? open invitational match where allegedly yeah. any cruiserweight could do? Yeah. And there was 10 of them, but one of them ended up not doing it because Tajiri sprayed him in the eyes with some mist. And Chavo Classic ended up helping Chavo win, holding his legs down. Yes, I do remember that now you've said it. What a great event WrestleMania 20 was. Where it all begins again. Jamie, what are you eating? Chocolate hobnobs. The, the, yeah, the, the Aldi's version. Oh, Aldi's version. Oh, Oties. That's what they're called. Oties. Chocolate Oties. It's the chocolate ones at home. They are the best. Nobody has plain ones. Good. Guys, we've got to start with some sad news for the pod this week. Um, time of recording, it was announced yesterday. Unfortunately, Sheiky Baby himself, the Iron Sheik, has died. Um, Sad, sad, sad news for for two reasons. Um, I mean, he was eighty one, so he had a good innings in respect of that. But I think for wrestling fans like ourselves, that you know, have you know, let, let's be honest, before we were all born was the high point of his career. However, we've all gone back. We've all watched sheet matches. We've all seen his feuds with Hogan at Mania, leading up to it with Slaughter and all that. But Almost like for a new a new audience, he he's got like his wrestling career that we all know and love, but then for like a new audience, it's it's just Twitter in it. We're we're going to miss Twitter. I know Jamie's going to miss Sheiky Baby on Twitter. Obviously, it wasn't him on Twitter. He had like people doing it. I know, him. I know, but <laughs> it was like the best thing ever. You jabroni, Chris Bastic. Hopefully. There you go. There goes our our rating straight away. This episode is explicit, everyone. With Fuck the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> what was his last tweet? I, somebody um, commented because I shared it on Facebook, and one of my uh, friends commented, "Oh yeah, when he, you know, he's definitely living up by his last tweet he ever did." But I there forgot to go. have a look at what, his what he last, tweeted. His last tweet. Let's have a look. Was that's oh, a there's loads of retweets. Retreat. Yeah. Oh god, I've got to go through twenty retweets. Fuck the wildfires. No, oh. there's um. Bray Wyatt's tweeted him, we will miss you, Bubba. <laughs> there he is. Um, oh, God. This... What, whoever let the dogs out can go fuck yourself. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> F- fuck the wildfires. That that was the, um, yeah, that was the last one. <laughs> just some of the, I just, fuck the rhythm and the rhyme. Fuck, there it is. Fuck the Apple Vision Pro headset. Well, we can all agree with that. Three thousand, three and a half thousand dollars for that. Yeah, you look like the Macho Man. You look like the Macho Man then. Oh, yeah, dig him. Abel hits it. Fuck Hogan, fuck the Monday. Fuck the Little House on the Prairie. My Little Uh, Pony, go fuck yourself. Yeah. There you go. Retweet if you are not a jabroni. There you go. Fuck the May he put in on the 2nd of June. So it's true. It's gone. May's gone. We're in June. It tells you right here, and this one, this one's for you, Dan. Knock, knock. Who's that? Go. Go who? Go fuck yourself, who you oh. dumb son of a bitch. Oh, he got me there. He got me there. We're gonna miss him, but I mean, you watching the the Young Rock um, past few years, and they've got a really good uh, representation of the Sheik on there, who gives Young Rock a lot of uh, advice, and you can you can tell that the Rock um, had a lot of inspiration from Sheiky Baby. Um, so yeah, he will be missed, but. You know, they, they'll honour him in, in lots of ways. He's in the Hall of Fame and a star-spangled career. And he won the Legends Battle Royal at WrestleMania 17. What more do you want in life? He did. That's true. <laughs> only to be taken out by Sergeant Lauren in. Man, he only won the Battle Royal because by the time he got into the ring, it was over. <laughs> Some say he's one. still walking down. Go on. This is my, my favourite one, and I think it wins it all. Hello, at James Blunt. I mean, already you're like, why? (laughs) If she smiled at you in the subway when she was with another man, she is dumb gold digger whore. Well, no, she is. That that is true. Did James Blunt reply? No. Probably doesn't even know who the Iron Sheik is. Everyone knows who the Iron Sheik is. More people know who the Iron Sheik is than everyone knows who James Blunt is. Well... (laughs) I, I probably doubt that. Probably not. No. We'll put a poll on Grapplecast. Who, who's more famous, Iron Sheik or James Blunt? Be interesting depending on which countries the people vote from. Um, 
Do that? Yeah, all right. We'll back it up. We'll see what the results are next week. We will. We will see who is more famous, James Bond or the Irish Sheik. But we we send on our condolences to friends and family of the Irish Sheik who has passed away at the age of eighty-one. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Right. From one death to the potential death of a career he's back we said he we said he was back we we said a a year ago when that was me you definitely did you said he was done he's (laughs) gone he's gone it's over he's dead well his career is um yeah we silly silly me silly me we did forget to mention it last week but then it was and it only just happened as well but We've had for the last few weeks now, obviously, this tease of a new AEW show. And then, of course, we had the final confirmation of AEW Collision being a Saturday night show. Where was it going to be? Um, because they were obviously still ironing things out, weren't they? Because, you know, everybody knew the first show was going to be or supposed to be in Chicago. And then they went, oh, yeah, and we're going to do like a tour of Canada from this date onwards and you're like well that's the week after it starts or whatever so where when well, is yeah, the first forbidden is door it? is on obviously in canada true but the they, week that after. was the ideal opportunity to announce wasn't it and they didn't so they were they were obviously sorted out some sort of contractual agreement um but it has now been confirmed they confirmed last week um i say jay tony khan did in his terrible pre-recorded yeah, hey, Thanks, guys. Tony Khan here with a great announcement at AEW Collision on Saturday, June 17. (laughs) It will be CM Punk and FTR. That's what he said this week, wasn't it? That was another announcement. I ruined it. Well, this is the thing. June 17 will take place in Chicago, Illinois. (laughs) <laughs> I do love his announcements. Yeah. They're so funny. They're just, just great. He's, he has no charisma. Like you think, he, has just no like... Charisma. he doesn't blink. His eyes are like a deer caught in the headlights. He can't do a promo. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. You know, he's not trained to do this. But then, don't put yourself on camera. Um, but I'm sorry, there's, one per- there's one person worse doing a a promo, and that's. Uh, Julia, not Julia, how was she called? Martha Hart. No, you watched her announcing yeah. the Owen Hart bad. Cup. It was awful Like at the pay-per-view. It's terrible. Sorry, Tan, if I if I owned a wrestling company or I was like CEO or general manager, I'd be on the tally all the time. I'd be living like... Oh, I'm yeah. I'm the most wooden, cardboard human being ever. 100% I'm going to be on tally. No, I think we've got a bit of charisma. I, I, I think we do, but he's just... But he's the thing excitable. Is... He loves the product. It's not like he's like, hey, everyone... This is going to be great. He's like, this is going to be great. <laughs> the, the worst thing about it is, though, then they're, they're not going to him live. You can tell their pre-recorded segments. So when he goes, thanks, guys, like <laughs> the transition yeah. between them going live to him there. You think if you're recording this, do 20 takes till it actually looks natural and decent because you've got all the time in the world when you're recording it. It's not like it's live and you can almost forgive him and be like, yeah, well, he was live, he was nervous, whatever. You're recording this. And if they've done, they've either done one take and just gone, yeah, that's fine, that's all right, we ain't got time, whatever, we'll just have to use that. Or they've done 5, 10, 15, 20 takes and that was the best one of the lot which says something um, but either way the announcement was CM Punk is returning he's effectively going to head up the new Saturday Night Show collision and Jamie you were just saying then they, they've announced as of last night at the time recording mm-hmm. the, the main event for the first wrestling show wrestling straight away you thought maybe he was just going to appear and have like a promo he's, a fighting he's wrestling champion. on his first one straight away Yeah, you've got Juice Robinson and Switchblade Jay White Bullet the gold the Golden Bullet Club yeah Bullet Go Bullet Club Gold oh, teaming up with the Samoan Joe versus the tag team champions FTR and CM Punk. So the question is, is this going to sell tickets because the mm-hmm. ticket sales have been in Chicago? Poor. No, if, they've if, been poor. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the. I, I just mean punk in general. I mean, 
I don't know what the ticket sales for the first show have been. I assume it'll sell out with it being the first show in Chicago, but I know the rest from week two onwards have been put. I think one of the shows they've sold about 500 tickets. 500 tickets in an hour, many thousand seat stadium. What's going on? Why do they just bring it over to the UK all the time? We, we've sold over 60,000 tickets for Wembley. It's the highest gate ever in wrestling history. I Bigger than SummerSlam 92. I reckon it's going to pour it Bigger than Clash at the over. Castle. They've got a roof, haven't they? No, we say this every week. There's no roof at Wembley. Did you listen to the podcast? <laughs> There's no <laughs> roof. Samoa Joe's got his poncho ready, isn't he? So it's all fine. We're still wearing That's ponchos. True. The only roofed stadium, and I'm saying stadium, Jamie, because every time I say this, Jamie goes, what about Centre Court? Wimbledon? What about Wimbledon? And Court One now has one. Yeah, the only roofed stadium in the whole of the UK is Cardiff. Doesn't Spurs have one? No. Uh, now you've said that, I think they might do. Well, they don't even have a trophy cabinet, to be fair, so... <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, either way, it doesn't have... Um, they have NFL games out there. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have a roof, does Wembley. Not yet. So if it, it rains, we're all well and truly buggered. We're Whereas in the skies, we're fine. Sheet would say, fuck the AEW in the rain, he would say. So I'll put this to you then, Joe. With CM Punk, then, surely the worst thing to do will be to just throw him straight back into the main event picture. He needs a few months of some high-profile matches to build himself back up, and then he can go for the world title. Would it not be a bad idea? Or, or would it would it be a good idea to throw him straight against MJF? Yeah, I I I think him against MJF would be a good draw, but um, I agree with what you're saying, that he needs to be against... You know, more up and coming talent because obviously he is the big name. You know, it's not massive wrestling fan. Everyone knows who CM Punk is. I can definitely see him having a match at Wembley, and um, because obviously he's the biggest name, he's the biggest draw. But to put him in MJF, I don't know if they'll do that or not. I'm not sure. Come on, then, Dan. What's going to happen? I would love to see him face Jeff Hardy and the the loser just retire. Both of them just retired, to be honest. Um, to, to be fair, they're just they're past it. Their sell by date's gone. It'd be good to see him back, and yeah, you get some good promos. I'd, I'd rather see him just heal it. Absolutely, have a real like heelish promo. Be an absolute, you know, horrible human being, and just yeah, have a bit of a stable or be an attraction like Brock Lesnar. Come back once in a blue moon. Do that with do that with Phil. That way, I don't have to look at Phil all the time. He can just come back, do the odd match, we can slag it off, and then he can come back in a month's time again. Yeah, it'd be good to see him at Wembley. And, you know, I think we will see him against a, a bigger name at Wembley. But I'd rather just see him as an attraction. I don't want to see him on there every week. Yeah, but, Dan, you're not going to see him because AW Collision is exclusive to Fight TV in the UK. And you're not going to get it. So you can't see him anyway. I fast forward mostly through uh, normal AEW and Rampage anyway. So it won't make much of a difference. I think he's going to win every title available to him, dominate collision he is, and then those VPs will all cry into their sugar-free cereal and have to go off to the WWE because they can't stand the fact that CM Punk draws more money than all three of them put together, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Um, That's my prediction. That's what's going to happen. Off they go. Off the WWE. Uh, yeah, terrible, terrible, Orange terrible. Cassidy. Orange Cassidy versus CM Punk. That's what we're going to get. What, what did I see earlier? I didn't bother reading the article because I couldn't bring myself to it because I thought I've never read a headline <laughs> so stupid. It says something along the lines of an AEW talent compared Orange Cassidy to The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, in what capacity? Either he's as good a wrestler... He's as good as a character, which both of those, it's just laughable. He draws the same amount of money like a main eventer, laughable. The only thing that I could kind of agree with is much like The Undertaker's character, Orange Cassidy's gimmick is dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's clickbait, isn't it? It's literally clickbait. I don't even know what it was. I feel like I'm going to have to find out it's what it is. It's probably comparing it to a streak, the fact that he's had like 23 wins oh, defending just... the title. That's probably oh. what they're suggesting. It's clickbait. It's, you know, what pages like like Cult the Holic and what culture and all of them will do just so they can get oh, extra fine. views. 
God's sake. Matt, Matt Hardy compares AEW's Orange Cassidy to The Undertaker. What's he said? That used to do with his um, winning streak. He says... Oh, for God's sake. I'm going to make a very strange connection, but I do think there's some truth in this. In some ways, right now, if you notice this, Orange Cassidy opens up Dynamite all the time. I feel like Orange Cassidy to Tony at this stage, right now, where they're at currently, these last few months, is in some ways reminds me of the relationship between Vince McMahon and The Undertaker. He was his go-to guy, a guy that he knew he could go out and get the job he wanted done. On top of that, those guys were both really good wrestlers, so they played these outlandish and outrageous over-the-top gimmicks, so there's a crazy similarity there. There you go. So he's comparing the gimmicks as being as good as each other. Laughable. And his go-to guy, this is the uh, the Undertaker. Let's take this for a minute. The Undertaker. The high stature of the man behind the Undertaker, Mark Halloway. The fact that, you know, he hosts the wrestlers' courts. um, People go to him for advice. You do not step out of line, you know, backstage in the locker room when Mark Calloway was there. Um, he'd take people under their wing, et cetera, et cetera. And like you say, to the point where Vince McMahon himself realised it and take it was such a massive draw, he basically kept him well past the age of retirement coming back at WrestleMania um, just because he knew he'd, he'd bring in the money. And literally... Thousands of people would buy tickets to go and go to WrestleMania just because of the Undertaker match, for example. Look at all these dead man one dead man shows he's doing now. They're selling out in seconds around the world. He's doing around the world. You're telling me that Orange Cassidy is on the same level. Matt Hardy, but I think he I think is he's He's broken and he's, 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 he's yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say it anymore. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I just, what? It's like, where? What? what? Stay out of Jeff's liquor closet, innit? Christ. <laughs> oh, good hell. I don't, I, surely I'm not the only one there shaking my head. That, what type of, even you, Jamie, What that comparison. You're a it, fan it, of Orange Cassidy and then that's your disability. That's fine. But, <laughs> Like, to compare it to The Undertaker. It, it, it is stupid, because Orange Cassidy is a bigger star than The Undertaker. So put him on the same level as Orange Cassidy. It's, it's quite preposterous, to be fair. The Undertaker, I mean, what did he do? He didn't do anything in AEW. What is Orange Cassidy? <laughs> well, no, that's, that's true. Yeah, he'll never be considered <laughs> an AEW legend, will he? He won't. Um, and you know, no, it's I understand. Obviously, Undertaker is. We mentioned before at the start of the show about Iron Sheik. He's kind of known by everybody, as I think somebody said. But literally, if you said name any wrestler, name me five wrestlers. I think everybody would say the Undertaker and Stone Cold. Yeah, but who's more well known, the Undertaker or James Blunt? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, Undertaker's definitely well probably Orange, Orange Cassidy or James Bond. I can guarantee you James Bond would win the treble. He does have a bonfire hat. Christ. Tell me to get that reference. It's a song. I do get it. <laughs> I, I was just about to make a reference to 1973, but I wasn't quick enough. I like James Bond. He's got very distinct, and you either love him or hate him. There's no in between with James Bond. He's like the marmite of the pop industry. He certainly is. The wife doesn't like him, but I do. So I've, I've always, I always had a soft spot for the old days. But and his Twitter's funny. Speaking of Twitter, his Twitter yeah, is hilarious. He's, he's doing something. So that's probably why Cheeky Baby wasn't happy. He was stealing some of his thunder. Jamie, what have we got confirmed then for AEW Forbidden Door? And have they? I, I've seen a couple of things pop up online on social media where it kind of just randomly seems like they're just announcing these matches. Has there actually been any type of build to anything, or are they just plucking out matches and going, by the way, yeah, Dominion Door 2's happening? And, well, well, tell me, tell the audience. Well, they had um, Daniel uh, Bryan or Brian Danielson or whatever he's going by this week. He popped up and challenged Okada. Um, and then also last week they built um, Omega. Oh, yeah, no, he's not going back to Canada. He's setting up a match. So they're definitely building it. In last um, last week's AEW show, they built up like two or three matches of that show. Yeah. So what I are think the it's matches just one of those? It's, because obviously it's so soon it, because um what we had 
What was the last pay-per-view called? Jesus Christ. Um, double or nothing. Double or nothing. And then, obviously, it was four weeks in between. So, like Forbidden Door is in two weeks' time on Saturday. So it's like Osprey versus now. Omega. Yeah. Uh, Okada versus Dan, uh, Brian Danielson. I can't that's it so far. That, that's and it so far. Apparently, they're rumouring Kenta versus CM Punk, but apparently Kenta's asking for too much money. The Battle of the GTS. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're obviously all people joining the Bullet Club as well. Well, yeah, they they kind of did that on uh, on Dynamite, didn't they? I haven't watched it yet. I'm watching it tonight, but I did see the rumour. Apparently, the Guns have joined Bullet Club Gold. Did you see that uh, Dan Maloney from Red Pro in the UK has just joined the Bullet Club as well? What? Dan Maloney. I'm, I'm, jo- I'm going to join it then. But yeah, if anyone could just like join the it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with Kenny Omega and obviously Will Ospreay. Um, this is going to be the second match. Obviously, this time it's in Kenny Omega's hometown in Canada. Obviously, they, they fought earlier in the year in Japan. Now they're fighting in Canada. So the the thing is, what's going to happen? Omega's not going to lose in his hometown, is he? Especially considering it's for the title as well. Did Osprey uh, win in Japan? No, Omega won. But this is what I was going to say, like... They are going to have a match. And the thing is, the way I can see it happen and say, yeah, you beat me here and here, but I want to face you in my hometown where I can finally beat you. And it, they'll probably face each other in London. Why would he agree to that, though, from like a start? I get what you mean. That's probably what is going to happen. But like from a storyline standpoint... They, they do it all the time life. in wrestling, though, don't no, they? They'll, they'll always like, push the buttons, push the buttons, push the buttons until they uh, finally agree to a match. They do it all the time in WWE. They do it all the yeah. They're like, why would I do this? Why would I do that? And he's just like, and he keeps pushing. It's like Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Why would he agree to the match at WrestleMania until he gave him something? Maybe it would be, if I if I can't beat you, I will never wrestle in AEW again. Done. There's your thing of doing it. If now if Kenny Omega said that, I'd be more than happy to see that match happen and Kenny Omega lose. Absolutely, I will never what, more five I star matches never, than anyone in history. That means absolutely. <laughs> we've already established it is Dave Belton. That means absolutely. To fair, I don't know if it is actually Kenny Omega who's got the most five stars. It probably is. Wouldn't surprise me. Probably. Is. Here we have a quick look. It's probably Okada, I reckon. There was yeah. a. Are we allowed to talk about anything that happened on Dynamite last night? Then, or have you not? You're more than welcome to talk about. It. I'll be watching it later tonight. Well, I I, I won't do anything in respect of any spoilers. Misawa and Will Ospreay are tied for the most well, matches. We well, at least an twenty-five wrestlers, some people that can actually wrestle. Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega. Literally, that post went out. Meltzer already gave it seven stars. <laughs> <laughs> what about Alicia Fox and Melina? Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. They, um, yeah, the good thing is, we did mention obviously the melts ratings came out for oh, um, for the pay per view double or nothing and give for, us the rundown and for um, what was the other event that was on um, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia event Night of Champions Night of Champions, Champions. Oh, yeah, there you go so Have all you got of them, them actually um, if I can load up my because uh, I sent get them you, into the chat get your um, Get your double or nothing ones up, and we'll have a quick rundown of what. Um, Do you not want the United Champions ones as well? I've got the I've got the here. I have. I've got the picture somewhere. It's just not loading at the moment because messages being weird on my phone for some reason. Obviously, we did our review of everything last week, so I'll very quickly run down. They gave Seth Rollins. I say day he Seth Rollins AJ Styles four point two five stars. Yeah, de- decent match. Becky Lynch versus Tristra has 3.25 stars. I don't know if I give it a high. Gunther Mustafarelli, 3.75 stars. Yeah, I'd say that's fine. Bianca Belair and Asuka, 3.25 stars. Can't comment. Didn't watch it. Watch the football. Um, <laughs> Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, four stars. Four stars. Was it a four-star match? No. No. And... Owens and Zayn versus Reigns and Solo, four and a half stars. So that was the highest rated. Oh, on match. that show, there oh, was no, two yeah. higher than that on Double or Nothing. There was no, they haven't listed, so it went ungraded. Um, Natalia versus Rhea Ripley. <laughs> it was not worthy of a star. 
Which I mean, we do is, have a no rating match for double or nothing. But double or nothing. The Hardys I would hope Hulk, it was the Battle Royal. No, the Hardys and Hook versus the Guns and Ethan Page got one and three quarters on the buy-in. The Battle, the Blackjack Battle Royal got four and a quarter stars. <sighs> Told you, one of the best Battle Royals you'll watch, just saying. Uh, what? That Come Battle on. Royal was better than Gunther versus Mustafa Ali, which was a decent wrestling match. Yeah. It was one of the best uh, Battle Royals you'll watch. Just to lose its credibility. It's Battle Royal, there's no wrestling in it. There was loads of wrestling. Just it was 25 it minutes. Into... Oh, Christ. Carry on. And obviously you had Swerve Strickland versus Orange Cassidy on Dynamite as well, after the basis of what happened in that match. Adam Cole and Jericho was three and a quarter. FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal was four stars. Wardlow, Christine Cage was three, three quarters. Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter was one and a quarter. The House of Black versus the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn for the trios title was three and a quarter. Jade, Jade Cargill versus Ty Valkyrie was two and three quarters. And obviously Chris Statlander versus Jade Cargill was a no rating. And then the the Pillars four-way was four and three quarters. Told you one of the best four-way matches you'll ever watch. Just short of that five star, but it did it. The Anarchy in the Arena hit five stars. No, it didn't. It got five stars, Anarchy in the Arena. Mm, my good lord. You haven't even watched it. No, I haven't. I already know it's not going to be five star worthy. It is. It oh. literally, as soon as he came in and hit him in the face with a firework, Danny even said this is a five star <laughs> match, this. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you get those drones in the shop. The sentence that just came out of your mouth was as soon as he came in and hit him with a firework. Well, oh, I already know. Well, yeah, he hit him with the super, he hit him with the super kick, and his and his foot exploded in Moxley's face. Oh, it was great. He had to get a special oh, license to do that as well, mind. Yeah, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> right, move. I wish we'd never mentioned these five. These rating systems melted. It's rubbish. That's terrible, terrible, I'll tell terrible. you who's terrible. I listened to Jim Cornette for the first time. Thank he God. He was bloody it's terrible. What, what, what do you listen to, the drive-through or the experience? I listened, because basically what they did it, on YouTube, they do clips of each Yeah, match. they break it down. Yeah, he's hilarious. So, yeah, I did that. So, I listened to all of Night of Champions. I listened to Double or Nothing. Yeah. And Jesus Christ. He he's is a not, very he's not negative a man. Yeah, he's not a fan of modern wrestling and storylines no so literally just every now and again was crap and terrible all right well it wasn't but all right and then then he says he says like obviously we always say that we take his we take what he does well because obviously he is who he is but then he's like oh and then basically i'm giving this match because it was fucking terrible i didn't enjoy it uh, and i fast forwarded half of it how do you know if you didn't like it you fast forwarded in the match he doesn't watch a lot of the women's matches. Exactly. Well, no, this this was the this was the four way pillars match. Because he knew he how terrible it was off of the match. I'm like, how do you know? He'd seen enough. He had seen enough. He fast forwarded half of the Anarchy Arena. I was like, well, like literally, I'm like, how do you know? He he fast forwarded half of the tag team match of Roman Reigns and Solo. I was like, how do you know? Like you're giving this rating and you haven't even watched the full match. Your credit is gone. Speaking of yeah, Reigns, sat there and watched the match. Speaking of Reigns and Terrible, that belt, the new WWE Universal. It's title no Triple belt. B, I'll tell you that no, right now. Well, why? It's just like, just create a new a new title and get rid of Universal. Just have it back as the WWE title since that's the lineage of, of this one. And just, just create a new belt. Is there anyone here that actually, Joe, you're smiling? Do you like the new belt? <laughs> He looks it's like he's bit, bought it, he's pre-ordered it. Nah, it's it's a bit bulky and ugly, but the the thing the reason they've done it is because all WWE belts have the massive WWE logo on them. So everywhere they go, WWE is front and center. They've done all the belts now, that's what every title's gonna look like now because when they do stuff like, you know, Jimmy Fallon or the Tonight Show or whatever show they're doing. The WWE logo is front and centre. That's that's just the branding they're going to go for now. The WWE title is the the logo is front and centre on everything they do. That's the reason they're doing it. Can I just quickly say as well, Dan? 
that you were showing us what was on TV, but you've got a blurred background, so we couldn't see anything that you were showing. <laughs> well, hopefully he wasn't showing the new belt because he no, probably yeah. Well, there you go. background, so literally you couldn't see anything. <laughs> no, I just. I'm I mean, the thing is, well, you talk about this new title. I know you mentioned that you didn't come to me before as well about CM Punk. Just saying. But, I mean, obviously, wow. you've got a new show with possibly a brand split as well. They might just introduce a new world title and I've seen Punk win that. Yeah, a four-person brand split. Then each show can have a 1,000 people each oh, on their shows God instead of Lord. just 3,000 people going across I don't three think, shows. I don't, are they doing a brand split? I don't know. No, I think it's a soft split. So they're not actually announcing saying this is a brand split and these are on this show, these are on this show. It's just going to happen without people knowing. Just like the majority of these people will for the majority of the time be on this show and that show. There's still only going to be one world champion. Then they're, they're not brand splitting it like a draft, put it that way. Well collision's gonna be like a naughty step, isn't it? So they're putting like nobody likes Thunder Rosa. So That's what someone the, said. Yeah. She's going over there. It's, yeah. nobody likes CM Punk and Andrade don't like anybody. She's going over there. They got nothing for Miro. Miro. Oh he can go over there, yeah. And they're looking to go, oh who else have we used in a while? Oh yeah, they can go on collision. So it's basically gonna be the naughty step show. Like ECW. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd watch it, but I can't because I'm not paying for fight TV. I'll just have to it's watch okay. it watch, by alternate means. I've got Raw, i got SmackDown, i got the best show of the week, NXT, to watch. On, so you're uh, going to say BT. The Bump? Oh, no, I, yeah, I watched The Bump this week as oh. well. They had Selena Vega and LA Knight on there as guests. Oh. It's Kayla Braxton's birthday as well. Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Give her the bumps. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't like but we're going to have a world title it. match now. Did you see on NXT, Bron Breaker challenged okay. Seth Rollins for a world title match? So I was going to get onto this because I, I have an issue. I have an issue here. I have an issue. <laughs> I have two issues. Both he surrounding for a title for fun. Yeah. Both. It was not even that. It's both surrounding the world. The world title of itself. It, it kind of is that, and it isn't at the same time. So this week on Raw, we had Seth Rollins defend the world title successfully against Damian Priest. And then on NXT, former NXT champion Bron Breaker has challenged Seth Rollins. And it sounds like it's for the world title. And it sounds like it's going to be on NXT. My two issues aren't necessarily with the fact that people can kind of like call out the world champion for a match. It's more the people that are doing it. Because this this is supposed to be the world heavyweight championship. This is supposed to be, as we said before, on par with the WWE title that Roman Reigns has. This is the champion of the world, or two champions, if you want to include Reigns as well. That calibre, these main eventers, these people that have been around years, world champion at calibre status. This isn't a case of Austin Theory's running around with a US title and he bumps into someone and someone and he goes, I'm not happy he did that, so fight me and I'll put my title on mine. It's a mid-car title, it doesn't really matter. Damien Priest, with all due respect, should not just be challenging on a random raw for the world championship to possibly become the world champion. And I'm sorry, but Bron Breaker, as much as I like him and he should be on the main roster, is nowhere near main event world champion material. So why are these people allowed to fight for the world championship? It's ridiculous. If it was any other sport, somebody who's only who's, who's not that's fictional and i know wrestling's fictional but you need an amount of realism to it yeah but you have it in boxing as well you look at anthony joshua when he was the world champion multi-world champion held loads of world titles um he went to have a fight with somebody and they all of a sudden dropped out because i know you're gonna say andy ruiz and then but Andy Ruiz was the second or third ranked world uh, heavy, so heavyweight. So Damien Priest, somebody world. who's only lost one match, and it was a gimmick match, a backlash since October of last year. Somebody who's seen as one of the top heels on Raw. Surely he was next. The only other person who's next in line after him is Gunther. Who else is really in line for that title? He's if you say who the top heels on Raw. Yeah, but the thing is, Finn, he beat Finn Balor for the title last week. So and they're building him up for Money in the Bank. It makes sense. You look at the top five heels on Raw. Damon Priest is top five he on Raw, so it makes sense for him to go for that belt. And with Bron Breaker, Bron Breaker, like I said last week, he's done everything on NXT. Um, he's ready to be called up. This could be the highlight match that does two things. It shows that Ron Bron Breaker is ready to be called up, which we all know for a while. And also, everybody goes, I need to tune into NXT this week. There's a world title match, and it could change hands on different soil. 
you know, anything could happen. I mean, once and, and the NXT title changed hands on a live event, for example, WWE okay. titles change hands on a live event, so anything could happen. So, so Braun Breaker is going to become the world heavyweight could champion. Could do. They could do. Uh, if, if they did I that, which they will, it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Honestly, I think Tom's argument is like he's happy for people to have open challenges and face people. That's fine. I but agree. Not title. Like Seth Rollins can fight anybody. That's not saying that he can't. But why should he literally for the world? It's like Roman, like when they have the US title open challenge, for example, that makes sense because it's a mid card. Yeah, a, a mid card title. I've got no but issue Seth with. Seth Rollins go. Yeah, fine. Yeah, Miz, you haven't won in a year. Do you want a title shot? Come on, it's only the best title in the business. To be to even have a chance at winning the world. A non-title match would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got no issue if it was Jamie Breeze versus Seth Rollins in a non-title match, or if it's Bron Breaker versus Seth Rollins in, in a match on NXT, and that's the main event. Fantastic, that's interesting. But you you need to be... What's the word I'm looking for here? What what have you done to deserve and gone up the ranks to fight for the world title? Like we said, if it was boxing, you'd effectively need to be undefeated or um, only lost once in like the last year or so to keep your ranking points to go up, 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 up. You fight your way through. Great. You are now the number one contender to fight for the world championship. So I suppose, yeah, two reasons is, is I don't have an issue with people going for mid card titles almost on the fly. If you're face fighting someone for the world title, that needs to be a program for me. That needs to be a storyline with t- uh, at least a month's build up to a pay-per-view. With the odd exception, and second of all, the opponent needs to be credible. And I'm not knocking Bron Breaker, and I'm not knocking Damian Priest in respect of that, because they are credible in that sense. But they are not in the position of being not the world heavyweight champions. Not yet. And I feel like Bron Breaker will absolutely be one day, completely will be, if if they utilise him, right? And fingers crossed they do. And maybe even Damian Priest to an extent, he's a muscly over six foot good looking guy who's a very very good wrestler but he's not there yet so you shouldn't just be able to just on the fly without a program without a storyline almost in an open challenge say yes i'm going for the world heavyweight out that that's re- maybe it's just me but that that's ridiculous to be able to just do that because why why can't why can't um uh, uh, uh say yeah i mean he could in theory but they're never going to book that tesaro will go yeah i'll open it i'm going to fight for the world heavyweight title next week on raw and there's a chance that i could become the world champion everyone would laugh and go of course of course he can't whole, be and he, and he shouldn't be it's the whole thing of building up your your, your legacy over the the years as well so you finally built yourself up to challenge for the main event and to challenge for the world title and he just did it on a random roll, just be like, yeah, we yeah. had a world title. Where was Cody? I'll fight for the world title. My arm's still attached. Good segue, Taryn. Uh, no, yes. Do you know what? A good segue without me even realising it was. Right. <laughs> Dan, Joe, Cody, Brock, three. It's going to happen at SummerSlam by the sounds of it. And the rumours on the dirt sheets are they're going to face each other in a match stipulation that the wrestling world has not seen for a long, long time. They mentioned on there, it's not something like a Hell in a Cell because we've recently had that. Um, so it is, you know, it is a, a stipulation that we, we don't know how long, whether that a long, long time in WWE might be six months. I doubt it. But, you know, it could also be six, ten years. The, the way we they're going cage on, match. I've had one in a year. Let's have a yeah. cage match. So what what do we think this this will be? I will just like that. Jesus. Like I mean, a, I, I will come I'd to say, like, like, I did say match. dog collar match. I did I'd say dog like, collar match. Yeah, I think it's like a strap match or dog collar. Well, I don't know if they would do dog collar. I don't know if that's too... Apparently they've to said it's, they're not going to do it. Why do I feel like we've had a strap... It has been a while, I agree with you, but why do I feel like we had a strap match? It was Drew McIntyre versus Harry and Crossad when a couple of months... Oh, that was only oh, a few yeah. months ago, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. September, October. Yeah, but I yeah. think live. Why not? Buried Alive. It's a bit weird for those two people to be in that match, though, doesn't it? Like, the thing with Buried Alive match, it should be people like Kane like and the Undertaker. Yeah, but you know when the, yeah. the mountain faced the Viper in Game of Thrones and then he got um, <laughs> he got tackled with that poisoned spike and then all of a sudden he came back even more of a monster and they had to give him a big helmet and stuff? Well, maybe they bury Brock Lesnar and then all of a sudden he comes back as, like, the dirt man. 
Pardon the dirt bands. They, they repackage him. He cuts off that little stupid ponytail. Or Cody Rhodes, he gets buried. Then he comes back like, and he's corrupted or something. And really? the, 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 the dirt. No, he will, he will literally be the American nightmare. He will. Literally. The Is this undead, the undead nightmare? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like all the way through, like waiting for the buried alive match, they could be promoing like an egg about to hatch. And then, like on the pay per view, <laughs> like it could, it could crack. And it's Paulie Heyman. <laughs> Well, um, I was thinking, I know I said to you guys on our chat, a three stages of hell match, but then the stipulation, I mean, that's a stipulation in itself, and I don't think we've had a three stages of hell match for a while. They're probably not allowed to call it that anymore. It probably the last one was in NXT, sorry, I think it's like Adam Cole versus Johnny Gagano. So it's been a while, but then the stipulations, if they're not going to be singles matches, would be something like a be... table ladder or whatever and we have seen them but the only thing I can think of is and the last one whilst I can't remember what it was they, they renamed it and it was terrible from what I remember because it wasn't really used to stipulation was an inferno match but did they they call it a ring of fire match do you remember I can't remember yeah. who faced Ray Wyatt. yeah but but it wasn't the stipulation wasn't to set your opponent on fire like it used to be it was just pinfall or submission but it just so happened there was some fire around there needs to be a reason behind why you're doing it it's like a fight pit for example would make sense yeah. because they, there's no escaping i've got you and i can beat you on the mat or you know british rounds match for example like you know i could beat you two out of three falls in three minute matches that it has to make sense like if it's I a agree. regular fire match there's no reason cody's not trying to run away from him brock's not trying to run away from him you know they, they're going to keep each other there like a cage, uh, you know, something like that. But even like an ambulance match, I'm going to send you to the hospital. They even make sense. Oh, there you um, go, an ambulance yeah. match. It could it's be gonna that. Be, it could be something stupid like an, an I Quit match or a Last Man Standing match. I mean, they were last year. But... Uh, do you know what? I like the idea of ambulance match. When was the last ambulance match? It's going to be a few years since then. Yeah, a while ago. Match. And we assume Cody's going to win and Brock doesn't have to take a pinfall or submit by that. He, all he's done is he's been thrown into the back of our middle and the door's closed. I think they had one on NXT a couple of months ago, but they haven't had one on Raw or SmackDown as well. Halloween Havoc 2022, yeah. Uh, but the last one before that was uh, 2020 Clash of Champions. Um, Clash of Champions 2020 Ambulance Match. I told you guys as well, like a rubbish tattoo on a pole match. That'd do. <laughs> Judy Bagwell on a bowl match. Is that this? Imagine if it's something. What was that? Oh, that was Drew McIntyre Yeah. What was that terrible Undertaker match from the mid two thousands? Biker chain on a pole match. He faced somebody. I can't remember what it was. It was ridiculous. Biker chain on a pole. What was the match? Yeah, they did. JBL faced Eddie Guerrero, and it was like a it was a bull rope match, but they had to hit all four corners of the ring. Because like, well, saying, like an original strap match in rules, yeah. But they say they're both cowboys, and you have a ball rope, and you've got the bell on there, the cowbell. They have to hit all four corners. But then again, you want a definitive winner, and the reason that Brock's attacking Cody is because he felt like he was cheaper in the first match. You know what it's going to be, I've just thought. Forget the lack of connection to the countries. Just quickly, biker chain match was Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker. Oh, there we go. And it was at No Mercy 2003. Brock Lesnar. Cody Rhodes, Special Enforcer, the Great Carly, the Punjabi prison match is back. <laughs> Get it, bro. You know it's going to be the bloody fight pit or something like that. Well, we said that, though, that this should have been the fight pit for um, Lesnar to win. It makes no sense having a fight pit for Lesnar to lose because that's his backyard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's but that just backyard. builds Cody even more, though, doesn't it? To say he it does. He beat Barack Lesnar, former USC champion. Who knows? Well, we will see. We will see. Right. Shall we finish off, as we always do, this week's episode with a quiz? And I believe it's the current quiz leader, Dan, who's on six points. Uh, Jamie on five, me on three, Joe on one. D- uh, Dan, you are hosting this week. So time for some quality points all around, is it? Oh, yes, and I've kept it nice and simple as well. It's it's just general knowledge, wrestling questions. There's no theme. It's just yeah. if you know you're wrestling, you know you're wrestling. I've been looking forward to all the... I went through the whole history of Brock Lesnar for this. <laughs> Did you? Oh, we'll have to do that one time. But and now, we'll CM see how, Punk. We'll see how we go. Um, it's mainly WWE, um, so it should be all all right. Um, so your question number one, at WrestleMania 20, mainly because I literally watched it two nights ago, uh, what was the stipulation in the women's title match? So, number one, 
WrestleMania 20, oh. what was the stipulation in the women's title match? Okay. And I need to exact. Oh, wait. Can't have half of it. Got to be exact. Oh, God, now you said that. I don't... Making him overthink, I am. What do you think on that? You're number two. Who has held WWE tag titles with Kane, Booker T, and Rey Mysterio? One person has held it with three people. Kane, Booker T, and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> okay, you're number three. 2010 Survivor Series. Who challenged Randy Orton for the WWE title? That's the 2010 Survivor Series. Who challenged Randy Orton for the WWE title? <laughs> Should be nice and easy. Number four, who did Natalia win the WWE tag, uh, women's tag titles with? So she only held them once, but who was her tag team partner when she uh, when she held them? Oh my god, I didn't even know she had held them. Who did Natalia win the Natalia. WWE tag team titles with? Oh no, actually, I'll just play it. Yeah, why not? Quite recent, past couple of years. Number five, who did Triple H beat to win the nineteen ninety seven King of the Ring? That's number five. Who did Triple H beat to win the 1997 King of the Ring? 97, yeah. 97. Oh, it's a 97 rumble this uh, this, this week. Who was the winner of that one? That was uh, Shawn Michaels. What, the 97 rumble? No, that was Austin. 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 Shawn Michaels beat Sid in the main event for the title. Nice. Number six, which current Raw star was known as Sam in Impact? Oh, say that again. You broke up for me. Yeah, of course I will. Which current Raw superstar was known as Samuel Shaw in Impact? Yes, okay. Samuel Shaw. Number seven, who held the WWE hardcore title the longest for 97 days? So that's a singular reign of 97 days. Who's held the hardcore title the longest? Okay. Number eight, which WWE wrestler is a commentator in the new video game Street Fighter VI? Oh. That's number eight, which WWE wrestler is a commentator in the new game being released Street Fighter VI? Terrible. Number nine, which wrestling commentator's real name is Peter Sinuccia? Spell that for us. Yeah, sure. So which wrestling commentator's real name is Peter, that's P-E-T-E-R, and Sinuccia, S-E-N-E-R-C-H-I-A. Peter Sinuccia. And number 10, seeing as you mentioned it earlier, who did The Undertaker beat at Wrestle... Uh, sorry, who did The Undertaker beat at SummerSlam 92? That's number 10. Who did The Undertaker beat at SummerSlam 92? Like... Kraken. I think we're on a winner here, Joe. We're on a winner here. <laughs> I hope so, because I didn't write a tiebreaker, so... Okay. We will go with your question number one. At WrestleMania 20, what was the stipulation in the women's title match? We'll go for Joe first. Hair versus hair. Jamie. I've also gone hair versus hair. Taryn. As have I, because I think Molly Holly lost and had all her head shaved off. So it's hair versus title. So (laughs) none of you get a point. (laughs) Really? Yep, because the... um, What's her face? Didn't put her hair on the line. Molly Holly challenged her, and they said, "Oh, it was Victoria, wasn't it?" Yeah, so Victoria didn't put her hair on line. If Victoria lost, she just lost the belt. If Molly Holly lost, she lost the hair. She didn't lose the hair, though, did she? Molly Holly did. That's true. (laughs) Number two, who has held the tag titles with Kane, Booker T, and Rey Mysterio, Taryn? Uh, That's Goldust. Joe. RVD. And Jamie. I look for the Hurricane. No, it is RPG. <laughs> it is Rob Van Dam. Yeah, because at WrestleMania 20, they defended it. So that's how I remembered. Fair play, Joe. Yeah. yeah. 
Number three, 2010 Survivor Series. Who challenged Orton for the WWE title, Jamie? Um, I went for Wade Barrett. Joe? Edge. Taron? Dolph Ziggler. So John Cena was the special referee. And if this person didn't win the title, then he'd be fired from WWE. And it was, and he was in the Nexus at the time. And it was Wade Barrett. <laughs> no, I haven't got any points. Storyline I went for. I was like, literally, wasn't that Nexus time when John Cena was in it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Taron don't have a point yet. What's going on? Oh, Number terrible. four. I remembered it completely wrong. I just thought John Cena had it, but Wade Barrett took his shot. Yeah, well, he could have been. He might have taken it off him, but yeah, it was part of the Nexus days. So you're number four. Who did Natalia win the tag titles with? Taron. I put Beth Phoenix. Joe. Sheila Baszler. And Jamie. How it Dana Brooke? <laughs> no, it ain't nobody meaner than Tamina. Oh, Christ, of course it was, yeah. Because <laughs> it was the first time a snooker had won a match at WrestleMania. They won that tag turmoil, and then a couple weeks later, they won the tag belts. Good lord. Number five. Who did Triple H beat to win the 1997 King of the Ring? Joe. Mankind. Jamie. Mankind. Taron. It was Mankind. Was the Mankind. Number six. Which current Raw star was known as Samuel Shaw in Impact, Jamie? Theory. Taron. Dexter Loomis. And Joe. Dexter Loomis. It was Dexter Loomis. I ain't getting an impact. Nobody watches that Tim Pop show. <laughs> Who held the WWE Hardcore title the longest with 97 days? Jamie. Mankind. <laughs> Taron. Crash Holly. Joe. I also put Crash Holly. No, it's Big Boss Man. Who? Big Boss Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> From Cobb County, Georgia. Number eight. Which WWE wrestler is a commentator in Street Fighter 6? Taron. Is it Selena Vega? Joe. Xavier Woods. And Jamie. Um, the Miz. It shows that Joe was paying no attention watching the bump yesterday when she was literally being interviewed about being in the new Street Fighter game for about 15 minutes. Yes, it's Selena Vega. I only know because whatever pay-per-view, I don't, it wasn't the last one. It was Backlash. Backlash, yeah. Didn't she come out dressed as a Street Fighter character and he announced it then? No one backlash because she came out as a Puerto Rican flag. It was Rumble, I think. It was either Rumble or Mania. Yeah. yeah. One of them. Yeah, she came out dressed as Vega or one of the other characters. Because that's what she's named after. Yeah. Vega. She's named after one of the Street Fighter characters. But yeah, Joe watched the entire of the bump. She's checking. been interviewed about it and he didn't listen to a single bit of it. Listen to, to being like Johnny Cage, weren't he? But Johnny Cage yeah. isn't even Street Fighter, is it? Is no. it? Is that Tekken? God knows. Rings a bell with it. Number nine, which wrestling commentator's real name is Peter Sinurcha? Joe. Taz. Jamie. I've also gone Taz. And I'm assuming Taran has from the nodding. As have I, with it's one Z. Taz. Oh, yeah, with one Z, yes. Yeah, one Z. Taz. <laughs> Taz. And who did The Undertaker beat at, rest- at SummerSlam 92? Joe. Sid Vicious. Taran. The Undertaker. What, The Undertaker beat The Undertaker? <laughs> And uh, Jamie? Uh, I went for Kamala. It was Kamala. No, it must have been 93 then he beat himself. It was 92 <laughs> in London. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> but whatever, Summer, was it not SummerSlam 93, The Undertaker beat The Undertaker? They had The Undertaker versus Undertaker. <laughs> what you scored then? Oh, God, four. Terrible. Four! 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 Yeah. Joe? Four. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Have you literally all scored four? I thought Joe Wade got Barrett, quite a few right. right Wade Barrett, Mankind, Taz and Kamala. Okay, I've got SummerSlam 92 Kia on Blu-ray. Bear me a second. Let's see if I can get a question off this. Oh, God. Okay, okay, let's get you a question. I didn't even realise it was the UK ones. He said it bloody... When, when was the Okay, movie? right. Closest person gets it. So we know it was in 1992, SummerSlam 92. There it is, look. Mm-hmm. I haven't even taken out the shiny packaging. Um, but can somebody, the person who gets the exact date or the closest to the exact date wins? So oh. what was the date in in SummerSlam 92? 25th of August. Joe? 30th. Oh, sorry. 
23rd of August. 23rd. Jamie gets the point. It's the 29th of August. <laughs> there we go. Jamie gets Jamie the point. Jamie gets the point. He's now on six points. He's I'm now tying with Dan. How exciting. Dan, where can everybody find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are Grapple Cast Show. Make sure you like, rate, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. But we're also on the social medias, on your Facebook, your Instagram, and your Twitter. Again, make sure you give us a follow so you never miss what's happening. Indeed. I don't think anything exciting in the world of wrestling is happening in the next few days, is it? No. Um, We've got Smackdown on Friday. Uh, too many event qualifying matches. Baron Corbin versus Butch. And Mustafa Ali is facing um, some other flippy guy, which I can't remember the name of. And yeah, a couple of women's qualifiers as well. So it's shaping up to see what's happening in the uh, day. It's quite exciting. So I rest my case. Nothing exciting is happening in the world of wrestling going up. So join us next week when hopefully we will have something to talk about. But until then, Jamie, if you'd like to sign us off. Yes, well, I guess without further ado, I bid you good night and Goodbye. Sarah, guys. Bring the bell!